All I really needed to know about how to live and what to do and how to be, I learned in kindergarten. Wisdom was not at the top of the graduate school mountain, but there in the sandbox at Sunday school. These are the things I learned. Share everything, play fair, don't hit people, put things back where you found them, clean up your room, clean up your own mess, don't take things that aren't yours, say you're sorry when you hurt somebody, wash your hands before you eat, flush, warm cookies and cold milk are good for you, live a balanced life, learn some and think some and draw and paint and sing and dance and play and work every day some, take a nap every afternoon, when you go out into the world, watch out for traffic, hold hands and stick together. Wonder, remember the little seed in the styrofoam cup, the roots go down and the plant goes up and nobody really knows how or why, but we all like that. Goldfish and hamsters and white mice and even the little seed in the styrofoam cup, they all die, so do we. And then remember the Dick and Jane books and the first word you learn, the biggest word of all, look. So I love this little quote uh, from the beginning of this book and to me, what this means is like, is like there's a way to live that's very simple and, will, and kind of very pleasant. And then there's another way to live where it's very combative and very argumentative. And we can choose which way, which direction we want to live. It's really up to us. So it just, uh, here, and here's an example, just uh, in my opinion, just to illustrate what it is that we're talking about. So on Monday, we have a new patient come in with her son. And her son's got some issues and she's got some issues and stuff. And uh, I'm, I'm talking with her and we're just building a really nice rapport. You know, we train our interns to, to build rapport. I go in after the, the, after the interns do initial consultation and I kind of do another consultation and then do start my examination. And we build a really nice rapport. And at the end of our exam, the mom says essentially two things. Number one, she's like, I knew that coming here was gonna be the right step because one of my really close friends referred us to, to you. So I knew this was gonna be good, but this is like better, way better than I expected um, because you guys treated us so nicely and so fairly. Um, and number two, she said, I wanna bring my whole family in. When can I get the rest of the family started? Um, that's how you know you did something right in your first visit is the mom wants to bring all the kids in and the husband in as well. Um, and it, to me, it all boils down to this kind of stuff. You know, it all boils down to like if we go backwards, just like, like share everything, play fair, put things back where you found them, clean up your room, don't take things that aren't yours, say you're sorry when you hurt someone, wash your hands, before. just like, like common sense things to me is what makes us special and unique and different. And what I find is that so many people out there, especially what I've been finding lately in the last couple of years, is so many chiropractors are so combative. We're so willing to go to war over things that we really don't need to go to war over, right? We are all in this together. Are you adjusting someone? Great, then I don't care what else you do. or what, I don't, There's no judgment, like we talked about last week. There's no judgment. And I don't know why we have to have this constant war between ourselves. Like if we want to grow as a profession, the medical profession does not fight amongst itself. 
and that's why they are so huge. The dental profession, do you know why the dental profession is so like popular these days and why people are clamoring to become dentists and stuff? When I was a kid, back in the 60s, dentists were known for what? Like what was a dentist do in the 1960s when I was a young kid? What, was the, what were they known for? Yeah, you fill cavities, and usually they're, they were like in a gross old office with tools that you couldn't really trust. And like, it was, it, yeah, it pulled teeth, you know, exactly. It was just, it was gross. And the dental profession knew that, and they said, we have a gross profession, and we have to change this. So the powers that be decided back in like the 50s and 60s, they had some meetings, and they said, you know what? Our profession is like, bottom-dwelling garbage, doesn't look good, nobody wants to be a dentist, nobody wants to come to dentists, we have to change our image. So we're going to take like a 40-year plan to change our image so that people don't hate us anymore. And we're going to make our profession like the elite profession. And we're not going to argue anymore with each other. And we're just all going to come, like, come in as, a, as camaraderie and we're going to come in together to make dental, the dental profession amazing. And by the time I came to chiropractic school, the dental profession had zipped all the way up to close to the top, and now it is like the coveted thing to do, like being a dentist or a dental assistant. Like these are like, like giant wait lists to get into these schools and like huge amounts of applications for a very, very a small amount of spots. And now you have, you don't just have a dentist, you know, you have you know, orthodontics and you have periodontics and you have cosmetic dentistry and this and this and this and this and this. And all the offices are like these gorgeous, bright places. And the dentists are just like, they're just together. And you don't have an orthodontist screaming at a periodontist or a, a pediatric dentist screaming at, a, at a, you know, a, a, another kind of dentist and just saying, I can't believe it and just fighting it. You, you, you. When are we going to grow up? When is kind of chiropractor going to grow up and take the lessons from, from dentistry to try to all be in this together, right? So there are people saying, oh, Gonstead, nah, 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 and Thompson, nah, 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 and CBP, nah, and they start pointing, I'm like, really? Or school, one school, well, my school is better than your school, and this school, or, or my ACA, ICA, well, who cares? Aren't we all in this together, right? Didn't we learn anything in kindergarten, right? Why, why are we being, like what he said here, he said, wisdom was not at the top of the graduate school mountain, but they're in the sandboxes, right? That's where wisdom is really learned. If you listen to, if you listen to this, this concept, you understand that what we do is bigger. What we do is much bigger than trying to do this infighting. You know, a lot of people are fa spending a lot of time like fighting on Facebook. You know, they, they put stuff that's inflammatory on Facebook and then people fight, 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 fight. Why? Why are we doing that? What is, what is the point of all this? Uh, we're supposed to be doing this for our patients, right? The patients to me are the number one reason why I go into the office. The kids, I want to see the kids. I want to see the pregnant mamas. You know, we had a, a mama come in on Monday. She's like, my baby is head down. Like, yeah, yeah, all of us are cheering and stuff. You know, that's what we want. I don't need to, to and, but then there are people out there who are saying, well, chiropractors really shouldn't be doing Webster because Webster technique is, uh, is, is really practicing obstetrics. I'm like, wait a second. A chiropractor is telling me that the Webster technique is practicing obstetrics? How is that? I'm not touching the baby. I'm not going near the baby. How is that obstetrics? But there are people out there who want to, to pull what chiropractic is down. 
because they want they they're just stuck in this combative state. So my comment to this sort of of stuff is think about the people, right? Think about the people. Think about why it is that you became a chiropractor in the first place, right? Someone, I, I had a patient ask me that the other day. Why did you become a chiropractor in the first place? And I said, because when I was a kid, I had horrible asthma. And after going to a chiropractor for a couple months, I watched my asthma disappear. And, and he never treated my asthma. He never said, I'm going to make your asthma go away. He just said, I'm going to take your body and make it work better. And it did. And someone, you know, so someone, another person said, like, are you going to help my child with autism speak? I don't know. That's not my job. My job, I can't make, I, I, I have no predictability as to what's going to happen. All, my job is to make that child be the best they can be. That's my only job. Right? And my job is to do this in a, a loving way and a judgment-free way like we talked about last week and a way that... Like, I want that child to feel welcomed and loved when they come into my office. And I don't, I, the thing I'm trying to say is I, I don't understand the combativeness that I'm watching our profession just deep dive into. And there's more schisms now and more you know, people saying, well, this is the best and this is the best. And, you know, I don't care what practice management you do. I don't care what technique you do. I don't care if you're pediatric, you're orthopedic, you're sports, you're geriatric, it's all good as long as we're adjusting. But could we possibly learn to not put each other down? Even here at the, at the school, could we possibly learn that we don't have to put each other down, right? That, that all of us are in this together, that whether we're faculty or we're staff or we're students or we're administration or we're executives, right? We're all doing the same thing, looking for the same result, which is we need to help the kids and the people that are out there that are suffering. Because there's a crazy amount of suffering out there and we don't need to add more suffering by thinking the wrong thoughts. What we need to do is focus on what we want to think of. And to me, what we want to think of is everything I learned in kindergarten, right? And I want you guys to think about your experiences in kindergarten. Hopefully you had a nice experience. I remember playing a lot, right? I remember playing, I remember reading, I remember playing with blocks. We had all these really cool big blocks that I played. That's what I remember. And that's how we, we built friendships and we played in the sandbox, we played together and we learned to do these sort of things. And why can't we, why can't we play together and just hold hands, right? I just, I want us to think about that as we move into the spring, spring is finally coming out and it's so beautiful. And I would love to see the beauty that we are seeing out there with the, with the tulips coming out and the buds on the trees and that kind of stuff. I would love to see that beauty matched by the beauty of all of us kind of working together the way I know we ought to and the way I know we can.